Before we start this week's show, I wanted to say thank you so much to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys really do a lot for us, and we really, really appreciate it. And we thought we should give you guys a shout out. So thank you so much to uh, Gear Dad, Alex, Andy, Panda, Antonio, Bridget's, Dreadnought, Duke, Ian, Jack, Jeff, Dropkick, Martin, Matt, Mr. Wahlberg, Mr. Lightfoot, Mystery the Tiger, Slick Nick, and Zayeth. Thank you so much for all of your support. We really, really appreciate you guys. Yeah, you guys, uh, you know, I always say Manny does the heavy lifting on this show, but I think our patrons are the ones that do the heavy lifting, Manny. Yes, so, indeed. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. That that definitely makes life uh, a little bit easier, and we certainly appreciate it through, you know, all the highs and lows and everything that's been going on. Uh, the fact that you all are still uh, in a position to contribute that uh, that definitely means a lot. So we really appreciate it. And here's to many, many more shows. Yes. On with the show. Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we're talking about The Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima having a release date. Battlefront 2 is now complete. Game Pass is having some massive success And lastly, we're talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. But first, I am Manny G once again, and with me, as always, is TX Andy Man. Hello. We we can say that I am the Loki to your Odin, uh, (laughs) Manny. By Odin's beard. (laughs) Uh, Dude, what's up, bro? Oh, man, Andy, you have to tell me, my Mm. friend... About your gaming adventures this week, dude. What have you been up to? Oh, well, I am um, okay. So I got Monster Hunter for the PC. We know this. This is yes. known, man. Yeah. This is <laughs> yes. known. It is known. Uh, but I, I, I refused to play it for a few uh, days. Actually, mm, I was yeah. so stuck on my um, Xbox uh, account or on my Xbox Monster Hunter, right? That yeah. um, that. You know, I just I just put off the the PC, and then someone called me out on the Discord, and I said, "Okay, fine, fine, <laughs> I'll go over there." And so I yeah. switched over uh, in the last several days, about two or three days. Um, started streaming, had some old friends show up, old friends of ours, Manny, yeah. Ori, Ori, and Nick. Uh, uh, themselves, some, some old book club originals. Um, and, and then all of a sudden Alex is in there and then Matt's in there and it's like this huge party, bro. And, and it was just a lot of fun. It like Ori and Nick got the game. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, Dropkick showed up. And then, uh, this morning, um, (laughs) um, uh, Rummy, Rummy was in there. It was like all sorts of oh, people nice. were just, yeah, poking their heads in the stream. Yeah, it's yeah, just the disc. It's the Discord stream. I'm not. It's yeah. not. I, you know, you chat. You jump in the chat whenever you play 
WoW or whatever it is that you're playing just to be available if people want to show up and, and chat. And so I thought, you know what? I, you know what? I'm just going to start streaming. Whatever. I think I started with Diablo and I, mm-hmm. I kept it going with um, with Monster Hunter. I know Matt streams too. And uh, people show up, man. It's kind of a cool little... Uh, I, I don't know. People seem to um, appreciate it, even if they're just kind of in the background, kind of listening to the gameplay. And then, of yeah. course, you know, I... I you know, I'm interacting with whoever's in the chat channel with me. And so hopefully. Hey, man, it's, ho- it's good to are. be with friends, dude. It is, dude. It is. So anyway, uh, st- started from scratch, Manny. But I'm using the charge blade now. That, that's the hmm. other thing. I got called out on not using the charge blade like I said I would. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I've been uh, peer pressured into playing on PC and uh, using a charge blade. Yeah, but see, friends I, are a two sided sword, dude. They are. They, they are. Cut they you are. both ways. They do, but you know what? So does a charge blade, bro. Ah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Oh, nice. You tell me, Manny. You tell me. You, I, I'm. You know what? I'm not going to scold you. I'm just going to yeah. let you talk, Manny. How what? have your gaming adventures? Oh, been? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so. The only thing that I've done as far as gaming all week is mm. uh, I've I've been playing uh, World of Warcraft, <laughs> and I am every day consuming information about what's going on in the current alpha for the new mm. expansion Shadowlands that's still set to release the end of 2020, and I am so excited about all the changes and stuff and. It's just, it looks like it's a good, ex, uh, exciting expansion. They have this one system, and they're always doing all these different systems, they're always changing it up, but they've uh, uh, effectively added a roguelike to the game. So you uh, can do it solo or with friends where you fight through a tower, and you go through these different levels, and as you go, you gain different abilities, and you could add to them. So you mm. have your character, let's yeah. say you're a mage, right? And... Mm. You're a frost mage, and then uh, you could come across an ability, and you have you can choose between three mm-hmm. that like makes you like walk really slowly. But now your blink ability, which allows you to teleport, no longer has a cooldown. Oh wow! So it's like so it's all these little tiny tweaks that they're just yeah. like you can't do that to the normal game. You can't yeah. all of a sudden in Battlegrounds and have a mage be like, blink, 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 blink. And every time he does, there's a mere image of him doing damage to you. So then in 20 seconds, he has 20 blinks and he has cast 20 mere Im- images. Like you can't do that in the normal game. But in right. this tower, you can. Mm-hmm. So they're doing all kinds of funky stuff. People are having a blast going through it. And yeah. so that's just one of the features that mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about. So they're they're doing all this stuff. So what I'm doing now in Warcraft is I'm just kind of uh, going through some characters, just going through some old quest lines that I never completed, and and just kind of enjoying the last expansion, or it's actually the current one. And my plan is to kind of catch up there on all the quests, and and just kind of level up different characters that I want to just be ready. So when the expansion mm. hat hits, then I'm just I'm good to go. So I, I am planning on just playing WoW for the next couple months, and then I'm going to mm-hmm. take a break again. Now, what is it that you said to us the other day, Manny? When uh, we were, <laughs> you said WoW was like a what now? Oh man, wait, what did I say? I don't remember. You, you I, said it was I like a, like an old high school girlfriend <laughs> that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's like being in high school and you accidentally get your girlfriend pregnant, and then now you're just stuck <laughs> together, and there's nothing Forever. you can do about it. But no, that was that was a joke. Um, yeah, it's it's um, it's there's just so much history that I have with this game, and there's mm-hmm. so many things about it that are really fun, and there's a lot of stuff about it that I used to really hate. Yeah, are gone. Mm-hmm. They're just not there. And one right. of the things is like, yes, there's still you can play this game all day, every day, or you can just play this game here and there, and it's still satisfying and fun. And that is like the biggest change for me. Um, just being able to jump in, pick an activity, and have a good time, and you know, I don't have to feel like I'm roped in or that I have to just commit a lot i can just play at my own pace play the activities that i want without that stress that i used to have when i was like like you know end game rating and i had to do it on a schedule because because we had a schedule you know we had to sync up with like 24 other people and stuff and it's it's just different now so mm. i'm i'm happy to be back and yeah i i do have this this uh level of of temptation and desire to like to go all out into like build a new guild from scratch and to just uh, make a community in Warcraft but I don't know if I want to do that I don't Mm. know seems a little crazy to me Andy seems a little crazy yeah but uh yeah that's that's my weekend gaming (laughs) Your wheels are spinning, bro. Dude, You're like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> we're gonna make we're gonna make this happen. We're gonna make. How this do I happen. get all my friends yeah. to play the yeah. game I yeah. want them yeah. to play? Yeah, you're gonna do it. You're gonna when do I it want- because you you always do. You always do. You always I don't win. Know. Why, I'm why gonna am move. I, am I I'm moving? You better enabler. be. You better be building a basement in your house. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, we are going to have the best time dude just one month and it's gonna be a blast and then we'll go okay. play cyberpunk or something else mm, yeah but, uh, okay okay <laughs> right, dude. okay i'm i'm uh i'm stepping off the soapbox mm. okay and i am uh i am ready to talk about this week's news andy we have a lot to cover today well yes. maybe not a lot but some real meaty stories yes. a lot of meat on the bone this week so moving on from our weekly gaming adventures, let's check out this gaming news. The first story is about The Last of Us. The Last of Us mm-hmm. 2 suffered a horrific leak. Um, yes. Uh, to put it mildly. Last week. Yeah. To put it mildly. And as a result, um, they didn't say it was as a result, but I believe as a result, we now have a release date. Mm-hmm. So they went from saying The Last of Us 2 is delayed indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony's just said June 19th, The Last of Us 2 will release. And while we're at it, The Ghost of Tsushima is being released July 17th. Oh, man. Both of those games highly, highly anticipated. Oh, yeah. And and it's really unfortunate that, uh, you know, The Last of Us... Mm-hmm. Uh, had this leak, you know, we were talking. Yeah. I, we we have decided we're not going to give spoilers. Yes. Um. That being said, if you don't even want to hear us discuss, because you know, just through the course of conversation, I think sometimes you allude to information, and we certainly don't want anybody's experience ruined. So no, we're not going to give away 
anything. Skip skip ahead a minute or two if you just want to play it safe, but we don't intend on on putting out any spoilers. Um but it's it's terrible, right? Because regardless of the story that they're trying to tell, yeah. You know, it reads differently than when you see the story sort of develop in front of your eyes, regardless of what direction they want to take the story, right? Yeah, yeah. Um you, you it's the nuance of you know, the decisions that the characters make, what drives them, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things. Because it's and, a story, right? You're, right. You're going through a progression and it's a story yes. that Naughty Dog is telling, mm-hmm. right? So whether mm-hmm. you like what's happening or not, this isn't your story. Right. This is your story right. to experience. They're telling you what is happening to these yes. characters. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and and I mean, you know, because, I mean, think about the first one, right? The first last of yeah. us and the you know we know that story now it's you know regarded as one of the best uh, narratives in gaming history right uh mm-hmm. and think about reading that story on just in black and white on a piece of paper with no you know not seeing seeing the relationship between um those characters develop over the course of the game. The yeah. soundtrack has a lot to do with it, right? There's so many emotions that come into play when you're yeah. playing the game versus mm-hmm. when you're seeing like, oh, this is the direction they're going with the story, regardless of the accuracy of that information, right? Yeah. And I, I don't know, dude. I just feel like, gosh, man, that's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, I think I did. I went ahead and, you know, I listened to a lot of content on a lot of coverage on on the leak i did go ahead and and see what the leak was because i don't have a playstation and i you know obviously to to have some context for our conversation um and and, you know i'm withholding judgment in terms of how i feel about it because i understand like well i have to see it i have to play the game i have to feel those tense moments i have to see how they get me from a to z yeah right yeah, I can't just make a judgment if I know the the bombshells without any of the you know, yes, the the main course with no appetizer, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows, I mean, the, man? The medium, the the um, the way that this this story is served up to you is through experiencing mm-hmm. it uh, as a video game. Like right. that's the intention. So just mm-hmm. to see it or to read. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you're definitely robbing yourself of that experience yeah, one sure. way or another. And you may want yeah. to. I mean, that's whatever. You, you know, you're, we're free to do as mm-hmm. as we please. So it is unfortunate that such a highly anticipated game that is all about oh. the story has had yeah. that uh, spoiled for them. So I can't imagine. That's a crippling blow. The, what's that? That's a crippling blow, man. That's, it's, that's yeah, rough. Yeah. yeah the, and the, apparently... Uh-huh. Apparently a a uh, a jaded employee or something, right? Well, there was a story on Reddit that it was leaked through uh, an employee who had a financial dispute mm-hmm. that the Sony Naughty Dog was unwilling to resolve. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one has been able to track down the source of that story apart from mm-hmm. some kind of thread, like hearsay. So it's like, okay why believe something that blah, blah, blah. Sony has come out and said that they have identified the leaker and Mm. that they're not associated, but that is exactly what you would say. They didn't say anything else. So 
I don't know. Yeah. There's all kinds of weird stuff going on. There's been a lot of takedowns on YouTube from Sony that appear to be pretty unjustified and fair use mm-hmm. who were, you know, even people discussing the ramifications and not even the leaks themselves. I actually saw where uh, one YouTuber had received two uh, uh, takedowns for mm-hmm. the, they were both the exact same thing. It was one from Sony and one from uh, a company that Sony works with for copyright stuff. So it's like three strikes and you're out. That's the end of your YouTube career. This guy had like over 200,000 subscribers and, uh, looking at that, the, the video, he kind of released more videos detailing everything. And, uh, it seemed like he actually didn't do anything wrong. He didn't even have any of Sony's or naughty dogs property in the video. Uh, Mm -hmm. he was just discussing articles that were on the internet about it. So, so there's a lot of junk going on because of this. There is, isn't there? This yeah. this one thing, there's so it's like uh Pandora's box, man. People yeah. just making terrible decisions, the ugly side of, you know, YouTube and once again mm-hmm. rears its ugly head, you know, it's like Yeah. Gosh, man. But, it's quite it's quite a saga. But yeah, I mean is. Yeah, leak leaking that type of information for that type of game is the worst thing you could have done for them. So Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, kidding i guess mission accomplished right cheers yeah so yeah. uh june 19th you don't have too long to wait for that one there you go just around the corner but next up andy this one this one's interesting to me and this is actually a, a huge contrast to one of our stories from last week oh, it yes. is uh this is this comes from uh, battlefront 2's uh blog after two plus years of free content, the vision for Star Wars Battlefront Two is now complete. Hmm. So um, let's see. I'll I'll just read through this here, uh, just okay. a couple paragraphs. For more than two years, the team has deployed twenty five free content updates that have shaped and expanded Star Wars Battlefront Two into something truly special for Star Wars fans. We've introduced game-changing heroes, fan-favorite reinforcements, exotic planets, and epic new ways to play across all three cinematic eras. We've also shared in your excitement along the way. As developers, it's incredibly fulfilling to see players of all kinds living out their Star Wars fantasies in our game. And then they go on to announce that they are doing one more content patch where they are taking mm. you to uh, Scarif, which is the tropical planets that was a part of Rogue One. So mm. one more, yes, yeah. one more thing you can live out in your Star Wars fantasies here. Andy, the moral of this particular story is that we saw Battlefront Two in beta in a poor state because of all of the awful microtransactions, the community mm. community in an uproar basically condemned the game the game did not sell well at the beginning they completely changed it and this is like one of the biggest redemption stories for a game and you know i have two boys uh, nine and twelve that love battlefront 2 it's one of their favorite gaming experiences and they have they've started it over plus over two years this live game they are completing it and it looks like a complete experience they're going to be maintaining the servers obviously so you could continue to play Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but in my mind for me i think this is a big congratulations to dice 
and to EA for making good on the promise of Battlefront Two. Right. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think, yeah. man? Is do you do you kind of feel the same way, or do you think that they owe even more? Well, no, no, no. I I wouldn't. I think that's where we get into the slippery slope, right? Of mm-hmm. of live service games, especially, right? They, yeah. On the one hand, you have uh, the developers um, that overpromise. Uh, to yeah. a large degree, and mm-hmm. uh, and then of course under deliver, uh, and, and certainly even if they don't, even if they they're putting out some pretty good content, the content, the ravenous nature of, you know, and this is the other side of the coin, right? The the player base that can at times consume at an alarming rate, uh, you know, the content as it releases. Yeah. So it seems like an unsustainable, you know, like an unsustainable model, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a poor business model. And so, you know, what what incentivizes the the um, developers to get into that, right? Well, we'll just throw a bunch of microtransactions, and especially if you're talking companies like EA, right? Yeah. Um, and and then of course, you know, the uproar. Uh, so, man, I don't know, dude. It's it's like a I feel like fans of live service games um, are like an angry mob at times, right? <laughs> Most of yeah. the time. And it really is hard to, to keep folks uh, happy and satisfied. Mm-hmm. Beca- and I think the root of the problem is how are you going to deliver the content? How much content can you feasibly uh, deliver? Yeah. And at what price points or how are you going to monetize that content, right? Yes. I mean, the easy answer for companies is, oh, well, we'll just microtransactions, right? Because we just – there we remove the cap from how much we can make, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but – What but, a great you know, idea. That, yeah, that, that makes us like <laughs> extremely upset, right? We're like, hey, why do you put m- all of the new content behind a paywall, right? We, mm-hmm. Why don't you have some of that stuff drop in the game and, you know, this and the other? So, man, it's difficult. I think, man, I almost think like the the video game and the expansions, that's probably the fairest model, right? Where, you know, it, you, it, you can't make it a live service game, man. We're just going to give you the game and a couple of expansions. and Because how much money did they make on Battlefront, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with all of the content that they put out now, I'm sure it had microtransactions. I'm sure those microtransactions made a lot of money, but did it make all of the money or, you know, the money yeah. that would make EA satisfy it and say, Hey, this is worth keeping going because, you know, we're making, we're making some decent money. Right. Yeah. A, um, a part of me has to think that they, they started this project. And they mm-hmm. actually brought it to a completed state because mm-hmm. this is a, a licensed product. This is a mm-hmm. Disney product. Yes. And you look at the contrast between this and Battlefield 2. Right. Like, why in Battlefield 2 can I not storm the beaches of Normandy? Why right, right. can I not play as the Americans in, you know, World War Two? Like, when come on. you said we would be able to. Yeah, it's like, come on, like, where is my experience? You promised the live service game. There's a beginning, a middle, the end. They said, forget the end. We're moving on. We can't do it. 
Battlefront 2 had, you know, all three cinematic eras they've made content for, and people are happy and satisfied. Mm -hmm. So I think if you do a live game or, you know, a live service, you have to have that those details where you make these promises and you say at this time you'll have this and here is the end we're mm-hmm. going to build this thing until we hit this goal we're going to celebrate the whole time for however many years it's going to go but we're there's going to come a point where we say this is complete thank you so much for playing our game we had a great time yeah. you had a great time you know, we'll keep the servers I, alive. We're not adding any new content. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, th- we love you. you. We thank to. you. Let's move on. I think you have to, man. I mean, look at Warframe, right? Warframe is one of the longest running live service games, free to play. Yeah. You know, completely monetized by microtransactions. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, they're at a point right now where, I mean, there's trouble in paradise, man. Oh, yeah. You know? Same because thing for I Destiny 2. Y- yes, yeah. People are I mean, tired. But, dude, that game is constantly going through like, we'll try this business model. Well, let's try this business model. I feel like they're they're constantly trying to figure that game out. It really does feel like maybe not the game itself is in beta, but certainly yeah. the framework of how they deliver the game has been one huge beta. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, let's do it this way. Nope, they don't like it. Let's change it all up and do it this way. Well, Dude, they look kind of like that, but it's not enough money for us, so let's do it yeah. this way. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm convinced, Andy, that most games need to end. Most yes. games need to yeah. start. If yes. it was an extremely expensive game to make, then support it for two years, give it content yeah. for two years, charge people whatever you have to for two years. But yes. then when that time's up, Say we are done. We have done. completed the mission. Yes. Let's move on because these games that just drag on forever are so long into the tooth that yes. it's like, why, why, yeah. why are we expected to play these games forever? Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so you look at a game like World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. fifteen years of one game, mm-hmm. but look at how many expansions. They're like yeah. making game like a game like the next expansion that comes out, Shadowlands. Mm-hmm. It's it's an entirely new game tacked on to the old game. Mm-hmm. So so yes, everybody wants to do that model, but nobody wants to put in that much work, right? They just want to yeah. release small yeah. expansions, little things, cosmetic things, season passes. You yes. know, unlock this, grind this to get that, and it's like you know what? It gets so watered down over time. Just start a game. And then end it. Minimum viable product. Oh man! And in many cases, minimum minimum product, (laughs) not even viable. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, dude. Maybe maybe I'm just an old man now, Andy. I think we are. I'm just sick of of all the garbage. All the clean poppycock. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yes, kids. Ask your parents what that word means. Yeah, you can Google it. It's clean. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So, all right. So, yeah, Battlefront Two, it's done. Um, but honestly, bravo! I think it's. Yes. I think they did something good in the end. Yeah. Right. It it, mm-hmm. it had a good ending. Uh, yeah. Just like a lot of these Star Wars games, right? They don't always start mm-hmm. great, but then uh, they end well, right? <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty controversial to say because that's probably not true. But anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Microsoft's big Xbox Game Pass bet is starting to pay off. 
I saw this. Yes, this is from The Verge. Shall Um, I, Manny? Yes, please do. All right, from The Verge. Microsoft now has 10 million subscribers to its Xbox Game Pass service. The company confirmed during an investor call yesterday. It's the first time Microsoft has publicly disclosed Xbox Game Pass numbers, and it's a sign that the company's ambitious bet on subscription gaming is starting to pay off. Microsoft has been trying to build a quote-unquote Netflix for video games for years, and it looks like it's taking an early lead before a significant expansion to game streaming later this year. 10 million Xbox Game Pass subscribers is a significant milestone. EA's competing subscription services, EA Access and Origin Access, hit more than 5 million subscribers last year. And Sony's PlayStation Now subscriber base reached 1 million in October. Five years after its debut. (laughs) (laughs) Apple and Google. Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, Apple and Google haven't disclosed numbers for Apple Arcade or Google Play Pass, and NVIDIA's GeForce Now service reached 1 million users shortly after its launch. I'm one of those users, Manny. Um, Microsoft is also sharing some additional Xbox Game Pass uh, statistics today. Quote, unquote, since March, Xbox Game Pass members have added over 23 million friends on Xbox Live, which is a 70% growth in friendship <laughs> rate. That's great. Friendship rate. <laughs> Explain. Y- yes, right. <laughs> Explains. Let's graph that. Um, <laughs> Explains Xbox chief Phil Spencer. Uh, quote, Game Pass members are also playing twice as much and engaging in more multiplayer gaming, which is which has increased by 130 percent. Wow. And that is all from The Verge, Manny. You know what? When you That's release exciting. This, yeah, it, it, there is such an amazing value. Game mm-hmm. Pass. Mm-hmm. It is so good. And now is a great time to get in because I think they've already released three exclusives this year. Um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's just going to keep ramping up with the series X coming out. All of those games, they're just going to be on game pass day one. So yeah, no, there's, it's not a big surprise. 10 million subscribers is a massive number. And Manny, when they did that, you know, $1 upgrade yeah. deal for three years, yeah. uh, that dude, that got a lot of us bro i'd like to that i'd like to don't know those numbers how many subscriptions did they get yeah. did they upgrade from that uh sale yeah. that they had man we were we were pushing that thing for weeks we're like we were if you already have an xbox live subscription it's just one dollar so, yeah 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 maxed yeah. out my dude, subscription I, paid me too same here <laughs> same here same here dude i, I bumped it up to three years and paid yeah. the buck it's like i feel yeah, like dude. i just stole something it's great man it, it is such a wonderful wonderful um service that they're providing yeah um especially as as you've said on many occasions right uh having kids uh, and having them just have the pick of the litter in terms of games available to yeah. them. <clears throat> that's incredible, man. That's, yeah. that's really great. My, my boys were asking me to, about a game that their friend has and they're like, can you get us to this game? And I'm like, you have game pass. You have access to like over a hundred games. And that was the yeah. end of the conversation. <laughs> yes. Nice. So nice. Yeah. The other thing, though, here is it, that's uh, incredible, right? Not just the subscription numbers, but also 
right? That uh, this service has led to how many people connecting online, right? Yeah. Uh, and how many, how much, a uh, 130% increase in multiplayer gaming. That's incredible, man. That's incredible, yeah. dude. Yeah, it, it helps to, to kind of like fortify that gaming culture. And, and mm-hmm. it, with such a large library, anyone that wants to just, you know, have some time, wants to play games, you can just browse for a while and find something, right? There's, yeah. there's always yeah. something anyone can find to play because there's so much there. But yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Those, the, the engagement is, is, is the key thing there because, Yes, not only are they paying for your service, that's great, but they're they're playing so many of your games, right? They're they're really mm-hmm. I- enjoying what you've what you've sold them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's pretty good. Anytime you have some kind of service and you see that your customers are delighting in what you're offering, that's that's probably got to feel pretty good. For sure. For sure. But Andy, let's keep this Xbox news going, buddy. Oh, hey, are we I feel like we're gloating now, Manny. This is Are the we? third week. Yeah. Well, because we talked about how 4chan and then I teased you about, you know, using a source like 4chan. And uh-huh. then the next week we talked about, oh, looks like we're we're on to something. And then this week we're like, see, we told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure, mm. man. Yeah. So yeah. Xbox, they will be showcasing uh, some next generation games next week. And this is from their Twitter account. It says, you want to see games for the Xbox Series X? We want to show you games for the Xbox Series X. First, uh, check out first look next-gen gameplay from our global developers, partners within inside uh, Xbox. Gosh, I'm the worst out loud reader that I've ever heard. <laughs> all right. That's all right, man. So we're going to see some games Thursday, May 7th mm. at 8 p.m. or 8 a.m. Pacific. So. Oh, yes. W- dude, I am super excited. And right away, people are like, oh, my gosh, we're going to hear about the next Forza. We're going to see yeah. Master Chief. And then so right. uh, so Xbox GM Aaron Greenberg quickly said this so pumped to see our partners showing us a first look at xbox series x gameplay next week also know the xbox game studios teams are hard at work on some big summer plans more details soon so okay (laughs) they're like let's set the expectation what we're going to see next week are going to be primarily third-party games on the xbox series x okay okay i'm i'm still hyped Remember yeah. that leak, Andy? They said that for the month of uh, May, we'll see something. And then June, we'll see a big something. Yeah. Uh, I think June, we're going to see the exclusive stuff. That's what I'm excited about. I really, I mean, we talked about it, right? We talked <laughs> yeah, about yeah. how, uh, you know, I tease PlayStation all the time but the fact is they have some incredible first party games man like it's just i mean we mentioned them all right Uh, a couple shows ago and and it just to see the beginnings of hopefully titles that will you know be at least as good hopefully at least as good as the titles that sony has that would be that would be something else man i'm really pumped to see that 
Yeah, dude, we've been watering our tomato plants. We've been witnessing <laughs> some of the leaves turn yellow, and yes. we just want to see our first tomato. Big, so Xbox, juicy tomato. Let's see some tomatoes. We just, me and my wife, planted like four tomatoes tonight. So, oh, nice, dude. Tomatoes nice. on the brain. Well, we had, uh, we have like a whole garden. We've got all kinds of stuff, and mm-hmm. um, we just had extra ones, so we had to make a new space. Well, you need to make a new space in your basement. Okay. Yes. So when I come live, <laughs> so when I come crash. Yes. So, uh, so uh, don't don't tell Andy this, but I don't have a basement. I have a crawl well, space. He's, hey, stick a mattress <laughs> in there. <laughs> yes, dude. Hey, you can live underneath my deck that I just built. There's like you could stand there you under go. there. There's enough room. <laughs> be like be like the Perfect. raccoon nesting underneath. There. Yeah, you can make friends with the raccoons and skunks. There you go. So okay, man. So I am I am super excited. Uh, I can't wait to see what other whatever uh, games we're gonna see Thursday. Uh, mm. I'm super stoked, man. I can't wait. I don't really have any predictions. I don't like. I was thinking, like, should we think about predictions? What are we gonna see? Well, hey, man, it's gonna be here before we know it. Yeah, we'll see uh, Minecraft. Yeah, more Minecraft. Yeah, probably and will. Then... Cyberpunk, maybe. Mm, maybe, maybe. Yeah, actually, you know what? Probably because it'll be yeah. close to release and it'll be an opportunity for them to, you know, get the uh, mm-hmm. the hype train moving again. Yeah. And I think uh, yeah. Cyberpunk is going to come up one more time in today's show at the end. But uh, oh. Andy, I know one game that we're going to see next week. Oh, dude. This game. Dude. Assassin's yes. Creed Valhalla. Valhalla. Man, before you get dude. into this. Okay, go ahead. What's up? <laughs> Before you get into this, I want to, I just want a full disclosure here. Okay. Yeah. I really was not at this game. Wasn't even on my radar. I mean, it was right because we'd been talking about it, yeah. but not something that I was like, Oh yes, I can't wait. No, I was just like, eh, whatever. It's another Assassin's Creed. I'm not, whatever. I'm not really pumped about it. I haven't played mm-hmm. an Assassin's Creed in ages. Sure. Sure. Right. And then, uh, you know, you guys were like, hey, they're, you know, live streaming this artist doing, you know, like a reveal, right? Like a slow yeah. reveal. Yeah. Over several like, hours, oh, okay. right? He was drawing. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty cool. I'm like, oh, that's cool. kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you guys flooded Discord with like <laughs> uh, trailer and this and that and trailer breakdowns and all this other stuff. And I watched just the, the cinematic uninterrupted. Mm-hmm trailer and yeah. instantly i was like oh my god i think i need to be a viking i think i need to be a viking <laughs> yeah dude it was a so, powerful trailer man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was really cool but anyway yeah it, it's I, it's uh, i interrupted manny no no you're you're good buddy you're good and it's it's a four minute trailer go seek it out it's on ubisoft mm-hmm. north america's uh youtube channel and it's mm-hmm. well worth your four minutes to see. I don't even want to spoil sure. what I saw. It was so great. No. Uh, but we're going to talk about uh, two things here. First, this is from the official website. <clears throat> and then we have some observations and a bit of uh, information breakdown for PC Gamer. But Andy, my friend, take yes. me to Valhalla. All right. So here we go. From PC Gamer. Is that correct, Manny? Well, this first part no, is Ubisoft. just from their 
Ubisoft's Ubisoft. website. You're right. Yep. Ubisoft. Thank you, sir. Build your own legend. Uh, build your own Viking legend. Become Eivor, a Viking raider base raised to be a fearless warrior and lead your clan from icy desolation in Norway to a new home amid the lush farmlands of 9th century England. Find your settlement and conquer this hostile land by any means to earn a place in Valhalla. England in the age of the Vikings is a fractured nation of petty lords and warring kingdoms. Beneath the chaos lies a rich and untamed land waiting for a new conqueror. Will it be you, Manny? I think it actually will be me, Andy. Like, I'm <laughs> sure it's going to be me and you too. Yes, I so, think so. This time, yes, for sure. I, I like the scene here. It's ninth century England. We know, uh, just, you know. We know about the history of that particular time that there was the mm -hmm. whole Viking invasions in England and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's a great time period for an Assassin's Creed. Like they're mm -hmm. so good at picking places in time and just kind of, you know, showing us the world at that time. Mm -hmm. And based on the trailer and, and what we know from history, I think this is going to hit the spot, dude. Who doesn't want to be a Viking? Oh, yeah, dude. And if they build up on the systems that they have been sort of incorporating into the game over and certainly since their reboot, reboot right? Yeah. Uh, which was uh, the the Egypt one. Origins. Origins. Is that correct? Yes. Right. Um, you know, I can totally see like you, I never played uh, Odyssey, but you talked about how, you know, the um, tides of war, I think, is that what it was called? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just having that, you know, systems like that in in a, a Viking era, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah. conflict. Big dude, epic totally battles. See. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, really cool. and to be, you know, <laughs> talk yelling about Odin and 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 you know all this other <laughs> stuff, Valhalla. And, yeah, they you know, had yeah, they dude, had some very successful systems in Origins and in uh, mm. specifically Odyssey that are definitely going to be carried forward. You know, everything mm -hmm. from ships to those big, uh, large NPC battles that you get to partake in. Now, I wonder if, because you said that, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Origins, I imagine, had some sort of special move. Odyssey, you said, was the Spartan kick, right? Well, the, they allowed uh, you to kind of, uh, you know, define the type of combat you wanted to do through a talent tree of sorts. Mm -hmm. So you could actually talent into that, or you can go all stealth, or you can go like uh, just just different paths that you wanted to go uh, based mm. on your combat. So you can choose that particular ability to do it if you wanted to. So yeah, man, yeah, I, I can't wait to see all those details. Well, maybe we have those details. I don't know, Manny. Yeah, we have some for sure. You ready? Let's do it. Write your Viking saga. Blaze your own path across England with advanced RPG mechanics. Fight brutal battles, lead fiery raids, or use strategy and alliances with other leaders to bring victory. Every choice you make in combat combat and conversation is another step on the path of greatness. So, is this going to be similar to what we were expecting from all of the Bioware games? <laughs> Well, this, this is, um, well, I, I really think just to, to not completely directly answer what you just said, but, mm. um, th this is, 
just the the RPG aspect of this type mm-hmm. of game, I think they're really honing in on. Right. And so so with these systems, it's going to be more it's you know, it, it already was an RPG. It was going down that path. And I think that this game is now going to compete with games like The Witcher. And this game is going mm. to be in the direct path of Cyberpunk releasing, you know, mm. uh, the end of the year. This is going to likely come after it. We're almost 100% certain of that. But still, mm-hmm. when people are buying games at Holiday and they're looking for an action for, for an RPG, Ubisoft wants this game to stand shoulder to shoulder with those other IPs, mm. which I think is super exciting, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what they have. Um, let's see. What do we have? Uh, lead epic raids. Lead a crew of raiders and launch lightning fast surprise attacks against Saxon armies and fortresses. Claim the riches of your enemies' lands for your clan and expand your influence far beyond your growing settlement. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it isn't just... Uh, fighting when they, they've meant, they said, uh, you know, they said influence and alliances. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if, I mean, it sounds to me like they're, they're also, they're building on those historically RPG elements of, you know, like non-combat methods of getting, accomplishing goals, I guess. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and expanding right? your particular, uh, I guess your land, your claim or whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. your influence and stuff, that's going to be an active part of this game. So it's Mm -hmm. not just going out and fighting, doing, you know, quest for someone. You're actually achieving something and you're taking over land. And if you own land, then you're probably going to be able to do stuff there. Uh, You're going to be able to, to, you know, have some level of influence in those lands, whether that's like a specific Mm -hmm. clan banner that you set up. Or if people are going to pay taxes to you, I don't know. If you're going to be mm. able to set up shops there or, or dictate what people buy and sell, I don't know. Uh, I don't know mm. how deep this is going to go, but there's definitely a lot of room uh, with, with what they're describing here. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, engage in visceral combat. Unleash the ruthless fighting style of a Viking warrior as you dual wield axes, swords, or even shields against <laughs> relentless foes. Jeez, just bashing skulls with these blunt <laughs> objects. Uh, decapitate opponents in close quarters combat. Riddle them with arrows or assassinate them with your hidden blade. I did see that. Um, I guess we're... We're heading down that path again, huh? Yeah, that's that. I guess that is just a hallmark of Assassin's Creed. You'll always have a hidden yeah. blade. I like it. I like it, man. Mm-hmm. Grow your settlement. Your clan's new home grows with your legend. Customize your settlement by building upgradable structures, unlock new features and quests by constructing a barracks, a blacksmith, a tattoo parlor, and much more. So this sounds uh it's definitely like rpg elements. yes did uh odyssey have that dude not not these features um now the, the uh, odyssey uh, was more about in my opinion more about exploration and going through right. this huge map and mm-hmm. uh and finding adventure this is more of of settlement and, yeah. and conquering and bringing back 
It's all about mm. your particular home that you're making that you've actually taken. And yeah. you're just kind of making it home for you and for your people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm excited to see this and I, I, I'm excited to see how this actually plays out because like world of Warcraft warlords of Draenor, it was an expansion that a lot of people didn't like. You had a particular base it was your garrison and you could actually mm-hmm. build like a blacksmith place and, and a barracks and different things there. But it didn't have a soul, man. It it was just mm-hmm. it was just blah. Nobody liked it, really. I mean, I'm sure people liked it, but you know what I mean? So I hope this has some life. I hope mm-hmm. that I can visit my friend, uh, I don't know, whatever his name is, um Jose the Odin. blacksmith. Oh, Odin. <laughs> No, I hope Jose I can, the Viking. Yeah, hopefully Jose I, the Viking. I can, I can name Jose the Viking, uh, who is now a blacksmith because <laughs> yes. he took an arrow to the mm-hmm. knee, right? Or you know, so yeah, right. I hope that it's more than just uh, click build. You know, there's dust for three hours, and then all of a sudden you come back, poof, there's a building, and you go there, and it's just the same dude hammering the same thing twenty four seven. So I don't know. I don't know. I do hope that they go deep with this and it is actually an RPG worth kind of living in for a while. Right. And that's right. That's the kind of like an action, like an RPG. Why do people love them? Because you could kind of live there for a while. You could really enjoy it and immerse yourself. So I just hope that mm-hmm. there is a level of, of immersion there that the settlement offers that goes far beyond a, a storefront. Right. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll have to see it. Uh, I'm sure they'll show us more and more yeah. as uh, as time gets closer. But uh, let's see. Uh, a Dark Age open world. Sail mm. across the icy North Sea to discover and conquer the broken kingdoms of England. Immerse yourself in activities like hunting and drinking games or engage in traditional Norse competitions like flighting. Yes. Or... As it's better known, verbally devastating rivals through the art of Viking rap battle. <laughs> the Dude, I the exchanging of insults. Because I've never heard that word before. I looked it up uh, and it's uh-huh. it's like exchanging insults. So, nice. uh, a so like a roast. Battles. Yeah. 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 Dude. A roast battle, I guess. This is great, man. There's get it. There's a, there's all these mini games, and that's mm-hmm. cool, man. That makes you want to just stay there. Like remember with like uh like Gwent. Gwent was like a yes. mail a mini game that just took off, right? It right. has its own thing. So hopefully they're mm-hmm. able to kind of tap into this and make these mini games engaging. So you're yeah. like, I just want to go home after a long day of work. And I just want to drink with some NPCs and insult their mother, right? Like, I hope it's fun and engaging, dude, right? So. Sounds like us off off the record when, yeah. before we press record. <laughs> That's right, dude. It's just, no, no. just some hidden information before Andy and I start recording. We just insult yes. each other's mothers for like 20 yes. minutes. <laughs> no, 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 we don't. We, don't. we have a nice off. <laughs> yeah, mom's a wonderful a nice, lady. Yeah, a nice off. Yeah. yeah man nice well cool it's out dude the more I, the more we read it into this uh and certainly we're at the very early stages here but it, it yeah. does sound more like a a legit rpg man like yeah 
taking steps further and further away from what uh Assassin's Creed was when it first started, mm-hmm. right? But uh but people seem to like it, man. They, they they've had a lot of success with that uh yeah. reimagining. Uh so hopefully, man, hopefully this will be uh you know, this will be another home run. Yeah, and I, and I think it I think it will. I think it's going to do really well. So mm. just a couple quick things from from uh, PC Gamer. Uh, okay. They talked about the release dates. Uh, mm-hmm. Officially, they have said holiday 2020. Okay. And I think the reason why it's so vague is, you know, beyond the obvious reason. Uh, the then these are this game is likely going to be a, a day one release with the new consoles. So whenever they announce those release dates, then I think we'll know the release date for Valhalla. So, mm. so, uh, but, but holiday 2020 is what they're saying. Uh, let's see what else here. Um, they, they kind of went, you know, this article kind of goes over what we just read and, mm. and, and a couple more details there. So, so there's, there's not a whole lot more to share, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as multiplayer goes, there's no multiplayer, which was a huge bummer okay. for me. I was super sad about that. They do mm-hmm. have this thing to where you could kind of uh, create and customize a raider that you can have your friends use. You can share online. And if mm. they do well, you get rewarded for f- your friends or people using your raider. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever that means, who knows? Maybe we'll hear more about that on Thursday. But I was mm-hmm. really sad when I found out that I couldn't just join Andy for a raid. Mm. That would have been dope. Like a real raid. Yeah. Like yeah. we're going to pillage a village. Yes. Pillage the village. Yeah. Rob That's Viking right. style. But, yes. Uh, no. And I, and then have a have a have a yo mama session afterwards. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was looking forward to that, but I guess we'll just have to do that in Discord. That's um, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, dude. I was I was looking forward to going to Andy's uh, personal tattoo parlor and getting mm. some some sick tats. But um, we have a bit of information. You can pre-order the game now. It's a Ubisoft Don't. game, and anytime Mm-mm. they announce a game, they let you buy it right away. That's mm. how they roll, buddy. <laughs> yeah, they do. So they uh, they've announced four different editions: the standard game, uh, mm. sixty bucks. Uh, gold, which includes a season pass, because you know there's going to be a season pass, uh, that's $100. If you want the ultimate, which includes a season pass-based game, you get some gear packs, some stuff for your ship, whatever, 120 bucks. And if you want the collector's edition because you want a statuette and some real-life stuff, that's going to set you back 199 bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Ubisoft knows how to charge you cash. But yeah, they do. The game is being released on PS4, PS5, mm-hmm. Xbox, Xbox Series X, you play and Epic Game Store for PC. Boom, there you go. Very nice. And and the the piece of resistance as they say. Mm-hmm. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed Valhalla will have Xbox Smart Delivery. Boom. Which, dude, amazing, fantastic. Yeah. Ubisoft, I, I applaud you being the second third-party publisher along with uh, CD Projekt Red, 
with their Cyberpunk mm-hmm. 2077. So what this means, smart delivery, is if you buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla for Xbox, and six months later you decide, I want the Series X, guess what? That same game you already paid for will be working on Series X in all of the Series X glory. You don't have to worry oh. about buying the game again. Beautiful. There you go. Very nice. Very so nice. Cool. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Cool, dude. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Like I said, I want to uh, bash some skulls with my dual-wielding shields. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for this Thursday. I'm off Thursday, so I'm going to be watching this thing taking some notes so uh next week's show is going to be amazing guaranteed very cool yeah very cool man so uh manny manny puts together some good notes especially when he watches it (laughs) watch the stream well i hope i hope it's good now see now it's gonna stink Mm. great no we just cursed ourselves never Never. so uh andy good show buddy thanks for hanging out with me man oh dude thanks for having me manny it's always a pleasure it was a good time. And thanks mm-hmm. once again to our Patreon supporters. We really appreciate it. And if you would like to support us, go to gamingadventureclub.com slash support. And you can find all the links mm-hmm. there. And if you have any feedback for us whatsoever, if you want to give us a correction, if you want to give us some uh, some props, some what's ups, some uh, shout outs, anything you want, go to gamingadventureclub.com. And lastly, if you want to become a part of the club, go to gamingadventureclub.com slash discord and jump on in. For sure. Don't don't be shy. Yep. Come and say hello. So until next time, my friends, have an adventurous week and take care of each other.